0: Welcome to the Vibe with Vic Podcast. I'm your host, Vic, and welcome to the Vibe. Hello, you guys. It's been like fucking three weeks. You guys are like, bitch, where have you been? Let me tell you something. Life has happened. That is what... It's not like I haven't been wanting to record. I've been wanting to record, and then life has like either slapped me in the face or kicked me in the ass. Not in a bad way, just like... You know, I got to pick struggles, I got to, you know, hashtag priorities, you know what I'm saying? So anyways, I'm back. And I know this is going to be coming out on a Tuesday instead of a Friday. But I just, I couldn't wait. I feel like I feel like I owed you guys something. So you might get a double episode this week. You might not. I don't know. I don't know. But we're just gonna roll with it, right? Um, so I'm gonna give you how this episode's all gonna roll out is I'm gonna give you an update on my apartment and then I'm gonna talk about my birthday celebration. And then we're going to tap into some shows that I've been watching or not watching or want to comment on, and then I'm going to talk about the housewives the miamis uh the Salt Lake cities, and of course the potomacs um and then that's it, you guys um it's not going to be a bonus episode. this is kind of going to be just an episode. I don't even know what I'm going to call it yet, but we're here we're we're welcome we're I'm welcoming myself back because it's not it's not you it's me okay so <laughs> okay so first let me talk about my apartment um fuck these people uh with all my heart okay um and if they're listening to me um i have all the receipts and try me ho Uh, So that's what I have to say. I am back up to full capacity. The process has not been easy whatsoever. I'm very happy to be back to full capacity. I want to say that. I don't want you guys to think that I'm being negative about this or complaining about this, but this has been a long fucking process and I am over the bullshit. So here we are. So process, where do we leave off? I said, happy new year to you guys. And I said, Hey, my apartment is still under construction. And why does it take me as the customer slash resident to call these people out on their shit and be like, when the fuck are you guys working on my apartment for them to be like, Oh yeah. Oh, let me, Oh yeah. We're going to work on it Monday and Tuesday. Cut the shit, dude. Work on the apartment. What? has taken two months should really have only taken two weeks. Okay. And it's not like this is like a brand new property management company. Like this shit's been around for years. Okay. So I don't know. The process was two days, but well, initially supposed to be two days. But um, again, these assholes did a bunch of shit that they um, weren't supposed to do. Let's talk about it. Um, First and four, they left my door unlocked two days in a row. Acting like we don't have thieves uh, surrounded uh, the apartment building. and I, I don't live in an area that is high in crime, but we have tenants that do fucking dumb shit. And then people just, you know, you give somebody an inch and they take a fucking mile. It happens in every apartment building, I'm sure. So, of course, it happens here. I don't appreciate leaving my place for a whole day to do what I do best to pay for this joint to come home to an unlocked place. And then I have to see that whoever's been in my house working don't have to put a name to a face or a name or a face to a name that you've been draining your main vein in my fucking toilet and then you have the disrespect to leave my toilet seat up. That's disgusting. I'll knock you into next week, okay? And then taking your materials... And cleaning them in my tub, as if we don't have, like, a maintenance area in this place. It's not like this building isn't brand new. It's like, it's, I don't even think it's made its f- fifth birthday yet. So there's a place that you can clean your tools at. So I don't know who was the leader of the pack here that just was like, oh, just clean it in somebody's tub. I didn't appreciate it. They heard about it, Okay. they heard about it um and I know that a lot of you who like we have a conversation throughout the week we text you we're friends right when we have this conversation you're like why would you even want to live there anymore and I get it a hundred percent get it but to me I also think about things like is the grass greener on the other side you know what I mean like Property company management companies are not exactly the easiest to work with, okay um they know what they can and cannot get away with. This place is i mean I still want to send a raging email. I still want to send one. I still want to read them the filth, you know, but is it even worth it because here's the thing: We are in a recession um what you guys probably whoever live in a house probably pay for a house is when I'm paying for an apartment. And the cost of moving is stupid expensive. I remember moving into this place and they were like, hey, ma'am, like, you know, 90 minutes, you guys, so you got $498 later for 90 minutes, 90 minutes. Like, I appreciate all that you do, but I will put my fucking furniture together myself. Get out of my place. Thank you so much. Here's your tip. See you later. Right. Um, the cost is just high up there. I mean and it continues. Like I don't I don't know how kids who graduate college um afford to live in an apartment. Like are you guys packing it in there, like five to a place, like putting bunk beds up? Like what's going on here? So those are the things I think about. And it it literally is not about the actual place. Sometimes it is. For this place it's not. This place is relatively clean. We just have some dumb people working here and property manager is not bad, but logistically he is, he, he has opportunities. That's what we'll call it. He has opportunities to make his communication better. Like when this whole situation started, he should have already had people lined up. Like, you know what I mean? Like, if you really know how to manage a company or a property, then you're like, okay, well, if this is water damage, then we can move on and let's get some people on deck. But he didn't do that. He was like, well, that's done. Let me sit on this for another fucking week. And those are the things that make me want to knock him into next week. Like, I can't even look at him because like the disrespect that I feel as like a resident is just too much. And no matter how many times I say what I need to say, it doesn't fucking matter. So it is what it is. Um, So, you know, trying to come through with the half glass full mentality. um, At least my apartment's back up to capacity. You know, I had to pull out the fabuloso and um, all the other cleaning stuff to clean around and made sure to notate some stuff. And, and that's it. Like, My place is back to normal, and we're happy, I'm happy, so that is what I will say. So with that, so it's been up to capacity for about a week and a half, two weeks, fully. And then my birthday was this past weekend, and I cannot even tell you guys, like, I had such a great fucking birthday, like, so good. (laughs) Um, I, I just want to thank one of my friends, Travis, for actually like lighting some fire under my ass. Cause he's like, first of all, Travis travels all the time. So when he hits me up and he's like, bitch, I'm going to be in town for your birthday. He didn't really call me a bitch, but I'm just ad-libbing, right? bitch I'm gonna be in town for your birthday or whatever so what are we doing and I'm like oh my god I gotta figure it out and I wanted to be old school I just wanted to go back to what I did before but then my friend Nick was like you can't do that um because you yelled at the manager at the place that we went before and I'm like did I oh I did (laughs) Nothing like a friend refreshing your mind and your past behavior. And the reason why I yelled at that manager is because when I make a reservation and I have people coming in to spend money, I expect you to stick to the reservation. And I mean, I understand that things are going to be maybe 15 minutes off, but when I have party like 15 to 40 people coming and you're still allowing the previous reservation to sit there like 30, 35 minutes, absolutely not. (laughs) Chocolate Thunder is going to show up and she's not going to be the nicest person in the world. And so that's what happened. But that was years ago. I rolled up. I went bowling. Um, The theme was bowling and boozing. Um, Actually, the theme was 41. Can you do something for me? Because I'm 41. And it did something for me. I had a great outfit. I had great friends surrounded by me. I mean, everybody showed up and showed out. Now, I had originally invited like 30 people, about 17 showed up, and that is just amazing. It was just right. I was worried about the amount of room we were going to have, and we had just enough room, and everybody, like the energy was so high. I can't say this enough, the energy was so high. Not everybody knew each other, but they felt like they knew each other for years, and that is like the best fucking part about um, being friends with different sets of people, and then kind of like joining them together and just having them just vibe out like the vibes were high y'all like they were so high i loved it so i mean i started celebrating my birthday thursday continued to celebrate friday but the big celebration was saturday and then i laid in bed until 2 p.m on sunday <laughs> and then i got hungry and I went to Chipotle, and they had the most underwhelming burrito I've ever had in my natural-born life. The chicken was cold. I didn't say anything because, honestly, at that point in time, I didn't fucking care. I was like, whatever. I'm alive. I'm well. <laughs> and then we moved on. So I think that's why, like, I feel so refreshed. Refreshed after getting drunk over the weekend. Does that make sense? It really doesn't, but anyways... Um, but all to say is this, I love my friends, they showed how much they love me, and it doesn't even matter, like, it was, like, through FaceTime, it was through tags, it was through everything, all the channels, I feel loved, and I feel supported, and, and that's all that matters, right? <laughs> that's really all that matters. Okay, so what are we at? We're at about. 12 minutes I'm going to take a break we're going to come back I'm going to come back (laughs) and we're going to talk some shows all right stay tuned all right I'm back And so, okay, so obviously we have not been connected since the beginning of January and now it's the end of January, right? So I've had a lot of time to watch some shows, really not really. I've been kind of moving and shaking a lot, right? Um, So just a couple of things. Last night I finished the second season of White Lotus. Now... Y'all know how I feel about the season one. If you don't, I'm just going to refresh you. I didn't think that season one was like, oh my God, this is such a great fucking show. Like it deserved all the awards. I didn't think it was that great, to be honest. I thought it was like, okay, I can watch it. But I didn't think like it was... I didn't think it was that much. Season two, it was good to me. Was it like... So let me just put it into, let's visualize it. I feel like season one between, if we want to do it, rate it uh, one through five on the star list, I'm going to give it a solid two and a half for me. Okay. Two and a half. Um, I will say that season two was a solid four and a half stars, <laughs> not quite five. Five four and a half. It kept me intrigued. I was glued. I felt like there was like multiple plots going on and they were kind of meshing together, kind of not. It was good. And I will also say that the scenery makes me want to hop on a flight and go to Italy. Like my God, Italy is amazing from what I see on the cameras. Um, but it was good. It's White Lotus is on HBO Max. I'm not going to tell you everything about it, but I will say that the storyline is good. It will make you question some things. You might want to reach out to a friend like I re- reached out to a friend and had asked them a couple of questions just to make sure that I had it together. Um, Let's move forward. So I have not watched you people yet. The reason is I'm actually waiting to watch it with somebody. I have a feeling that's not going to happen, but whatever. Um, <laughs> Just with time and everything. So I'll probably just watch it. Um, By myself. Um, And that's on Netflix. It is has uh, Jonah Hill in it and Lauren London, Eddie Murphy, Neil Long. It's getting rave reviews. For the most part, I have seen a couple of people feel some type of way about it. But I feel like I can't even comment on that or even give you an inkling of what those things are until I've actually watched it myself. So we're going to put a pause on you people and then we're going to come back to it at a different episode. Um, While we're on the Netflix tip, I just want to let you guys know that while I was laying in bed yesterday trying to recoup, recoup my life, I was like, let me just lean into Bling Empire. And the reason why New York, Bling Empire New York, and the reason why I wanted to was because Dorothy's on there. Um, I forgot what Dorothy's last name is. But anyways, uh, Dorothy is an influencer. She normally lives in L.A. She's made this big move over to New York, and I thought that, like, she was going to make this, and this was going to be a really good series, and it did nothing for me. I was underwhelmed. Maybe because I didn't know most of the people of only out of all the people that are casted on this, I knew Dorothy and another person looked familiar and that was about it. And I didn't feel like they were really grabbing me. So I decided to turn it off. Um, (laughs) While we're on the things that I will, that I won't be going back to or won't be turning on at all. And I'm just going to add shotgun wedding, and I understand that everybody loves Josh Dumel. I love Josh Dumel. I don't want to put any more coin in Jlo's fucking pocket, and I'm a- t- you guys have already heard why it, let me speed you up if you haven't, like it's really fuck Jlo right now. Um, how she treats service people and the accounts that I've heard from the talk of the tick. And it's been multiple. Um, How Benny Boy, her husband, um, puts down tips for service workers and how she goes back and takes the tips off the table and then replaces it. Like he'll leave $100 and she'll replace it, like go back and takes $95 back from it. Bitch, you're you're rich, and that's not even your money. Let's not act like your guys' money are commingled. Let him leave the $100. Like, you're not missing it, but since you want to be a raging bitch, do you. But I'm not putting any more money in your pocket. You're fucking dead to me. Do you understand me? So, no. Will I be watching Shotgun Wedding only when forced, tied up? That's the only reason why I'll be able to watch. But other than that, I'm like, fuck j low. That's what I have to say about that. Um, Let's talk about Married at First Sight Nashville. I know a lot of you love 90 Day Fiance. I feel like it's either you're on the 90 Day Fiance train or you're on the Married at First Sight train. I don't feel like you're on both at the same time because honestly, they both run about 90 to two hours long. And I'm on the Married at First Sight train. And the Nashville city is, it's starting to get real good, you guys. (laughs) Would I ever marry somebody without even seeing them? Absolutely not. You're going to, (laughs) no. People have asked me that before. Would you ever do it? Would you ever consider doing that? Absolutely not. We have some major narcissists on there. Misogyny is real um, for some of the men on there. And I feel like insecurity for some of the men is real. And I think some of the women are, um, I feel like their expectations are very high, which is not a bad thing, but I feel like they're shallow in some way. But I get it. You have to be physically attracted to the person that you're marrying. And that's the biggest thing. Like if I, if I was on the show, and I walk out, and this dude looks like a dog. And, you know, dogs are loyal, but some, they're, they're not all pretty dogs out there. Like, if this dude looks like this man is nothing that, I, like, I would want to do anything with, I'm not doing it. There's not going to be like, wow, let me get to know your personality. Is that shallow of me a thousand percent? And I admit that, and I'm okay with that. Because that's why I wouldn't sign up and sign a fucking contract. And honestly, I don't think they get paid that much. They just don't get paid that much to like do that. So anyways, it's good. We're only about, (laughs) and here's the thing. When I say we're like nine episodes in, it's because they always have the episode and then they have the after episode to talk about the episode, all that stuff. So we're about like, if we want to slice those in half for the real shit, we're about like five episodes in. But my friend Andrea, she doesn't start watching until after they're married. Whereas I take one for the team and I don't start watching until like the second episode when they've already been like match made. I start watching when they're preparing to get married and stuff like that. Because I I like to see people's behaviors. Okay, so anyways, let's move on. Okay. I haven't mentioned this in a long time, you guys. But I'm telling you right the fuck now. I get it teen mom has been on our televisions for years okay i remember when they all were having their first children some of them are in four some of them are in three some of them are in two like whatever okay they have branched out um the young and pregnant girls and the Team Mom OGs have all mixed together and even some Team Mom tours. And they now have Team Mom reunion. And this time with the reunion, because last season's reunion was just the girls, this season they invited their mothers on there. Now, y'all remember, some of the mothers are crazy. I won't say crazy, but you know, they all have their issues. Like we can say, for example, Caitlin. Remember Caitlin and Tyler? She was the first Team Mom to put her first child up for adoption and they were like high school sweethearts, but they both had like dysfunctional, dysfunctional families. Her mother was an alcoholic. His father was always in and out of jail. Well, we're not talking about Butch. We're really talking about April. So April's on here alongside like Jade's mom. We all remember like if Jade's mom's on there. Um, uh Cheyenne's mom is on there so anyways the moms are on there this reunion is very interesting very lit um there is a situation that actually happened on there that reminded me of Bad Girls Club and I am sorry to say I loved Bad Girls Club I thrived watching it I'm not gonna say that I don't miss it because I do I miss it but I'm not going to be over here on Zeus watching baddies because Natalie Nunn really needs to sit the fuck down. Like, girl, your voice has so much bass in it, it's ridiculous. You know what I mean? Like, it's time to just put it up. And, and But back to Team Mom. There's a situation. I think I feel like I need to talk to you guys about it because none of you are going to watch it. Let's just keep it a buck, a beam, and a bend. Ashley, Team Mom 2, she spits on Brianna. I'm not a fan of Brianna. Do you guys know who Brianna I'm talking about? You probably don't because DeVoyne is her baby daddy. So if you used to watch it, then those things should ring a bell for you. So anyways, not a fan of Brianna, not a fan of her mother, am a fan of her sister, but her sister's not on this reunion. They all have issues. Um, they instigate, but so does Ashley and her mom. And and I could go so much more into it, but at the end of the day, you guys don't watch it. Like, there's only a slight few of you that actually watch it. And we can have these conversations outside of the pod. And that's what I'm going to do. So let's move on. Um, (laughs) I'm out of control, you guys. I am out of control. Do we just like, can we just have a moment to talk about the shows that we like miss? Because there's shows that I'm like, I just want to find when you're like surfing the Netflix, the Hulu's, the Showtime's, the HBO Max, the Amazon Prime's of them all to watch something to find something to binge. It takes it takes more than fucking five minutes for me. And then I get tired and then I go back and watch something that I've already watched before. How many times have I started Grey's Anatomy again? I have literally started Grey's Anatomy more times than not, and I always stop when Christina leaves. I might pop to see Derek die a little bit. It's a little bit too hardcore to watch for me, but it's happened, and I have not kept up with it, and we know how I feel about it, so I don't need to go into it. But I like – do you guys remember Revenge? Do you guys remember Scandal? Do you guys remember the first 48? Like, these are the – these are the shows, like, I miss. Like, I'm like, where are you? And yes, they're on Hulu. And I can go back and watch them again. And I have. But, like, I just feel like how shows have been created and made. And I know that things need to be evolved. Because we know how I feel about things being remade. Especially movies. <laughs> I know I have to embrace. But like there's even shows that were like cut off too soon. Like I still go back and watch my so-called life with Claire Danes, remembering the scene between her and Jordan Catalano and how like the whole thing between her and Rayanne and how she slept with Jordan Catalano. Like we never got to see that storyline end because ABC just completely turned our lives off. I'm still trying to mend that broken heart. And I just wanted to let you guys know that. Okay. I'm back. And um, <laughs> that felt so good to get off my chest, right? Like, can I call my therapist now? I'm going to take a break and then I'm going to come back and we are, I well, I'm going to discuss... What am I going to discuss first? Should we go least to most? Eh, let's keep you guys kind of intrigued. Let's talk about Potomac first, okay? So I'm going to take a break and we're going to come back and talk about Potomac. Okay, I'm back. So let's talk about Potomac, right? Um, <laughs> There's been a lot going on. It's been weeks. And I'm not here to recap Um, because y'all have watched it. You have watched the Karen, the Giselle, the Robin, The Mia and Jacqueline situation, Candice, Sharice, Ashley, like, let's talk about it. So, but I'm more of going to tell you, like, here are the think pieces that I think that y'all need to take away from the certain situations that have been going on. And let's just keep it a buck, a beam, and a bin, which is 100, everybody. Karen's cheating on Ray. (laughs) Okay. She is not innocent in this whole thing. The one thing that I think a lot of people need to understand is that Karen never like denies the allegations about blue eyes. She never does. And I think the reason is, and I think I've said this before, and if I haven't, then I've said it to myself in the shower, whatever, is that I think her and Ray have an agreement. I think they do. Do I think... That she doesn't want to embarrass Ray? Of course not. Ray always says Karen is a sexy woman. Okay, so Karen does what she wants to do. And and that's that. Another thing do we need to understand? If Karen has a drinking problem and she's been to rehab, the grand dame is never going to admit that either. Again, she's never denied it. She's never denied it because I feel like if she did deny it, then people would go in and start looking for receipts and nobody has looked for any receipts. And the reason why is because she hasn't given them any ammo to like do so. So what do we have? Karen's cheating. (laughs) And Karen's been to rehab, but Karen's been pretty neutral. She's been neutral throughout this whole thing. I had a conversation with one of my friends and we literally broke it down and I'm coming to you to explain this, right? So Giselle is in her fifties. Robin is in her forties. Karen's in her late fifties, early sixties. And so is Sharice. Okay. So go with it. Sharice And Robin are really good friends. I really should say Robin and Sharice are really good friends because when this season started, Robin was like, hey girl, like I've known Sharice for a long time. Remember, Sharice was married to an NBA player. Robin is now apparently married to Juan. We can talk about the fuck that later. I don't even get me started. Robin is now remarried to Juan. Juan played basketball. Juan Juan now coaches basketball, right? Karen and Giselle have daughters that are close in age. Giselle's children call Karen auntie. The reason why that Karen and Giselle keep coming after each other is because they have an agreement. They know how to play the game, right? They know how to go to a point, but then they never cross the line. I think, and this is just me, My theory is this. Robin is Giselle's puppet. Because Robin can think for herself, but sometimes she really can't. Like she rides and dies for Giselle. They make it seem like that they are just so close when actionality, I think they're close, but I don't think they're as close as Karen and Giselle to keep it a buck, a beam, and a bet. Okay? I think... Karen knows a lot about Giselle and again she will talk about how Giselle dresses she'll talk about how she doesn't have any man or anything that's the constant thing to the point that we're all like can you come up with something else to say they have an agreement you guys that they're not going to talk about each other because what they could say about each other could literally like It could blow some shit up and they're not going to do that to each other because they have that respect, not only for themselves, but for their kids, relationships and stuff like that. That's my thought. Okay. Now, Robin, she has lost so much of my respect this whole season. Wait a minute. Time out. Let's go back for Karen for a minute. Karen insisting. Oh my God. This is the one that's going to, I think you, are you guys sitting down? This is one that I think a lot of people are going to be like, mm, I'm not quite sure. And then I'm going to have you like sit and think about it. Okay. Okay. Let's go for it. Remember when Karen was in Mexico and she's sitting across and they're talking about how she was going after Robin, talking to Robin about Juan walks around. <laughs> um, What was it? Uh, Walks around, not Potomac, but a city close to Potomac with... Um, a bunch of like he has girlfriends, he has side pieces or whatever. And Karen mentions that one of the side pieces like looks like her. (laughs) You know, Bravo producers had a sketch and stuff. So here's my theory. I think (laughs) I think that the blonde haired person that Juan might have messed around with was Giselle. Giselle has blonde hair. And some of you are like, Giselle would never do that to Robin. I'm not quite sure she wouldn't, okay? Giselle is desperate for Dick. She's also still sleeping with Jamal. We have a feeling that that's still happening, um, but she's not saying it, okay? Like she, this whole storyline, this whole season never touched on the fact that she probably fucked Peter because during this past summer, she was actually dating Peter. But that doesn't get brought up at all when they're at bar one, They like hone in on the whole Wendy and Mia situation. It's crazy. You guys like everything that we see online, we kind of have to read between the lines and remember all the shit that came out prior to the show actually airing. So Giselle and Peter actually dated. So, also the fact that Giselle has brought up everybody's fucking husband. She's talked about Ray. She's talking, she talked about Michael. She's now talked about Chris. And I think that she wanted Chris to lean on her. I think she wanted to test the waters to see if Chris would want to fuck her. And that's, I put that on a bunch of stuff. So would I put it past her? To fuck her puppet's husband or uh, her significant other, her her roommate. I wouldn't put it past her. And I wouldn't put it past Karen trying to put it in Robin's head about a blonde person. But Robin ain't going to catch that. She would never think it was going to be Giselle. She would never look at her best friend and be like, it's Giselle. Okay? I know that was a doozy for you guys. Let's keep it going. We all know by now, by the time that you hear this podcast, last week, Friday, was announced or Thursday or whatever that Robin and Juan had gotten married secretly and it's gonna air and all this la de da. <sighs> For I'm not even gonna say forget about the shit that's happening at Coppin State right now, right? Because a lot of people want to talk about that stuff that has happened and it's disgusting and look it up because I'm not going to go over it, but it has to do with catfishing and a teammate and he could he just could have done better as a as a coach, okay? A lot of people want to bring up the fact that the reason why they first lost all their money was because of Robin. So she might feel bad, right? A lot of people might bring up all this stuff about Robin. I don't think Robin really wanted to marry Juan at all all this time that she's going to these divorce attorneys to talk about these prenups and stuff because she's making the money now I don't really think he really likes her I really think that they have an agreement themselves I think she knows about all these females on the side I don't think she cares I think they have always been this what's the word They've always been there for each other. Actually, Robin has always been there for Juan. A lot of people don't even know that prior to her losing all the fucking money, he was playing ball across the pond. He had a whole ass girlfriend over there that he loved. He love V E'd. okay? He was depressed when he had to come back and deal with Robin. I mean, she's over here pregnant. She was devastated when she found out that her husband at the time was cheating on her. She has already dealt with that stuff. She is settled with being with want. She doesn't want to be back out here. I mean, shit, I wouldn't want to either after, like, honestly, you guys, dating scene is like, it's not the business. And, and the reason why I say that is something else, but I'm not even, I'm telling you, these dudes out here are damaged, okay? So I'll say that from all the bulletin boards that I've been reading lately. Um, but she is, she's comfortable, being with Juan and she's always been there for him remember he doesn't have a family not no disrespect no shade or anything like that his family died when you know he was very young and her parents took him in this is all that he knows right has he fallen out of love with Robin I think so you know when he talked to her on that phone call, when Ashley was bringing back the tea, that Karen supposedly was like, she planted it. Karen knew exactly what the fuck she was doing. She knew exactly who to tell, which was Ashley, because Ashley can't keep her mouth closed. So, of course, why did Robin call Juan in the first place when it all came up, right? The His tone of voice and... A lot of people are saying split. He doesn't even want to be on the fucking show, whatever. The way he talked to her, the way she was shaking while he was talking to her. If y'all haven't seen that scene, I need you to go back and watch because that is the first thing I said. I said, the way she's shaking with him yelling at her about this. And again... Juan did exactly what Karen does, the same thing. He never denied it, you guys. Juan's out here doing what the fuck he wants to do. And that's just on some real. And Robin ain't got much of a storyline, so she invites Sharice back. Sharice didn't do nothing. We don't know a fucking thing about her life. We just She doesn't talk about her kids. She doesn't talk about her divorce, and maybe she has a gag order on her. She's done nothing, right? She's got into an argument with Karen at Mexico because she's jealous that Karen basically took over and been the grand dame when she, in fact, was like, I'm the grand dame. Like, I'm the one who brought this group together. Okay, great. You had the torch, Sharice. You did nothing with it the first year. That's why the fuck you are in the place that you are right now. You're in a friend of situation. You're going to get fired after this fucking season because you're doing nothing. You're doing nothing. I don't even know why you're on my TV set. Like, why am I watching you? You say a little, you're you're Robin's ride or die. You're Robin's real ride or die. (laughs) Real ride or die. Okay? I don't need to say much about Candace. I feel like Candace is evolving. She's doing her own thing. She's reading these bitches the filth and she's using her tools that she has gotten in therapy. Okay. Ashley is being the messy one. Ashley is the most neutral person. She is for herself. She will always be for herself and she lets everybody know it. I'm going to spread. She is the She's one of the best bone collectors of the Housewives franchises ever. And we have to give her her flowers. Okay? (laughs) We have to give Ashley her flowers. Do we think that she's still dating Luke from uh, Summer House? Probably. She's probably busting it wide open for him. And go ahead, girl. But she's also trying to get that money from Michael. Okay? She's had this plot to get him for a long time. And... It's working out for you. You drop two of his kids. Play the game, girl. Take all that money, okay? Take it all, all right? So what do we have? We have we've talked about, oh, the me and Jacqueline of it. Okay. Me and Jacqueline, like, a lot of people don't like Jacqueline. They think she's trying too hard to get on the show. I don't think she's trying hard at all. I don't think she wants to be a part of the show. I think she genuinely was real good friends with Mia and Mia blindsided her hardcore with that bullshit. Number 1 Mia, don't ever come on a show and um verbatim say something that another housewife has said. Like don't ever repeat what Nenia said. You look trashy for that okay I will also say that Mia doesn't know when she's coming or going she doesn't know who she wants to be friends with I hope you guys understand that the moment that her and Jacqueline were done on the trip she immediately apologized to Wendy says that she really likes her because she needs somebody on her side she was like I don't give a fuck about Jacqueline I'm really trying to be friends with Robin and Giselle but if I can't be friends with them and get in on them I'm going to turn and get, I'm going to go back to my ops and get back with Wendy. And the one thing you can't take away from Mia, Mia is exactly who she said She's like, I, you know, she's done either been an escort or a stripper in the past. She likes girls. She keeps it real. She's not afraid to say this person and that person has fucked my husband. I think Jacqueline has fucked G. Let's keep it a buck a beam and a ben on that one. And I, whatever. I, I, Listen, Mia does what she does, and she keeps it real. Um, But she's annoying as fuck how she does it. She's real messy with it. She doesn't think strategically about it, right? And so this whole thing about Wendy and doing her thing or whatever, if Wendy steps out on Eddie with all those past rumors or Eddie stepping out on her with the possibility... She's not doing that bad because if if Eddie's stepping out of her with another female, she might be doing more damage. I don't think people understand. Like Some people might like the threesomes of it all in their marriage or whatever, Uh, but then you find out if your husband likes fucking them more than they like fucking you, and then it's a different fucking story, okay? So I'm going to need y'all to rethink the whole threesome thing, giving your husband whatever you need. Like, I can't. We're not even going to go there. <laughs> even feel like I did go there, but I just don't want to go there. <laughs> so, yeah, I just, I don't feel like Jacqueline wants to be on the show. I don't think that she's going to <clears throat> lose my voice. I don't think that she's going to be on the show next season. And so I think everybody just needs to chill the fuck out about it and let her go through her emotions. Because most definitely Mia's looking real dumb. She needed Jacqueline this season because she brought her mom on last season and everybody kind of trashed her for that. Like your mom was an addict and you had a hard life and Jacqueline's family actually took you in. So what do you do? You blindside your fucking best friend on a show, a nationally syndicated show. Are you high? Are you drunk? I can't. had to go grab Stan, you guys. I was losing my voice. Okay, so that's... But Potomac has been giving it to us. You guys can't say that they haven't. And the reunion's coming up and the dresses. Okay. Um, I feel like when people see the reunion dresses, they had a theme. The theme was blue. Now, I liked Candace's dress. I didn't think that Robin's dress was bad, but a lot of people are dogging the shit out of it. Um, Karen's dress was cute I think it gets really kind of messy when it gets to the Mia's of it all I don't think her dress was cute at all Um, I think Karen's was fine I don't care I just think that Giselle's whole fashion like I think she calls and she says hey This is what my budget is, and they bring her a stylist who is going to lean into what she thinks it looks like uh, back in the day. So that's what I think is um, going on with it and all. Um, And I don't know if that was uh, because somebody tried to call me and it was a bit of an interruption. So anyways, okay. That's what I have in Potomac. Reunion should be on fire. I'm excited for it. Um, I am going to take a break and I'm going to come back and I'm going to do both Salt Lake city and Miami. I think all on the same one. Stay tuned. Okay. So let's talk about Miami. Okay. I went off about Potomac. I need to go off about Miami. And then there's, there's little to almost zero things to talk about Salt Lake City. Let's keep it fucking real. Those ladies are draining. Okay. So Miami's been good. It's been good to us. Um, I think the, the ladies have been really giving it to each other. Um, you know who likes who, who doesn't like who, and who tolerates who. And I think it's been a good season. I saw something today and I just kind of perturbed me. A lot of people like Kiki. I think Kiki is really good as a friend of if she gets a, a mojito, get her a mojito. Because obviously we know if you've listened in and really watched the seasons is that obvi- she doesn't, she's a single parent right now. So she obviously has a storyline that we can tap into. Whether or not we can tap into it is a different story. And I saw something today saying that somebody was like, we need to replace Gertie with Kiki. And I'm like, no, absolutely not. Why can't we just add Kiki? I mean, Kiki has a really good friendship with Larsa, but Gertie's friends with majority of the people. If y'all don't like how Gertie's going, she has come up this season and... Let her be great. It's not like we've never had a fucking franchise out here that's had more than eight ladies on it. Make room for her, okay? If you want Kiki on there, you keep Gertie on there. I don't want to hear it. Like, that shit kind of pisses me off. If we want to take talk about people who probably need to remove themselves from the group, I mean, uh, I'll say this. I understand people do what they need to do to be bone collectors or whatever. Marisol is the bone collector. She's the one that knows everything about everybody because everybody tells her. So obviously she benefits the show, right? But we hardly talk about her life. You know, like, we know that she has a man in her life, that she's been dating for quite some time, but that's it. Like, she is Alexia's best friend. She is drunk all the time. She stays with an alcoholic drink. And, hey, if you're rich and wealthy, you don't lift weights, you don't work out, you barely eat, then sure. (laughs) Have her on the fucking show. But don't, like, I just feel like sometimes she... I like what she says sometimes, and I hate what she says sometimes. So I'm like in – I'm more not for – like I just I, – there's something about her that just rubs me the wrong fucking way, to be honest. And I uh, – I think there's only a couple of people that are like pointed out, but I don't want to – she should be on the show, but I will say that uh, she doesn't really. I, I just give me a little bit more of her. Y'all want to talk about taking Gertie off? At least Gertie lets you into her life with her family, with her kids, with her husband, and what she's trying to do better. How busy she is. She's successful and stuff. Somebody tell me about Marisol again. I'm waiting i'm still waiting yeah it's fucking dead like the you know if you want to talk about an ekg that shit's flatline for me so anyways let's move forward i don't even know how i want to go forth okay julia she gets on my nerves i've never met somebody who's just so unhappy With everything. You got a damn goat, you bring your damn dog everywhere, and that's fine. But my whole thing about bringing your dog on vacation, but you're just going to keep him in the room, you might as well drop him off at a boarding so that he could play with other dogs. But I guess if that's her, um, what do they call those dogs? Oh my God, I'm losing my mind. Um, I don't know. I just think there's something about Julia. Like she's not happy with Martina. Uh, but she is happy. And she's she has an empty nest, and she wants a child. And it's just like, just tell us you have so much damn hands on your on so much damn time on your hands that you need a hobby. Okay, I would rather you do that. Martina's the type of person that she's very independent, but it's not like she doesn't tell you that she doesn't love you and stuff like that. And that's Martina. Like that's Martina. Okay, like if y'all know Martina and how she was in tennis martina don't fuck around so when she looks at the camera she's like i want these cameras off she means i want these fucking cameras off okay and you listen to her martina's obviously going through um cancer right now and i just it's just such a process and i just i want her to be okay that's what i'll say cancer sucks and i just want her to be okay I will say that it's so you know who knows I just don't even want to put it out in the universe so let's move forward um you know I'm about to drag some people so let's I'm trying to figure out who do I want to drag first um I like Nicole a lot of you don't like Nicole a lot of you talk about how she does things and how trashy it is or how she takes out the black Amex how people don't like her husband what the fuck did her husband do to you guys like He looks like, what does he look like? He looks like he's an attorney. He, yes, like, is it a little bit crazy how he makes his money and how we'll never know how he makes his money as an attorney? Of course, right? Will he be in the news in the next couple of years? I don't know. You guys don't know about like his investments and I don't know why I'm really standing up for him, but I think it just perturbs me that so many people are like, it just doesn't make sense. You're right. It doesn't make sense. It really doesn't. But he hasn't done anything. Like, would you really pick Lenny over Nicole's fiance? Tell me, Anthony, you would really pick Lenny over Anthony. Tell me you would. You wouldn't. Lenny fucking sucks. Anthony's over here and he takes care of his own. He might have his private jet. I heard some people say something about they were just perturbed at how he treated um, Lisa. Lisa was fucking what? How many hours late? Is that even real? Because when it comes to flight pl- plans, I think you have to stay on the plan. You can only falter from the plan a little bit. I mean, I'm not even a fucking pilot, and I feel like I know that, right? So I think he was being pretty patient with Lisa and everything that she's been going through for her to just be like, la-di-da, I'm going to show up when I'm going to show up because of everything that I'm going through at home, rightfully so, because this is a trip that like she planned. But there comes a point in time where you can just be like, maybe i just need to stay home because i have a um a husband who's going through a fucking midlife crisis who looks like who's rich as wealthy as fuck who looks like he's been hit by like a like for somebody who does plastic surgery he looks like he's been doing too much on the fillers if you ask me he is a trashy human being and you know, he could be so much nicer and he chooses not to. You're going to tell me that he doesn't know that she's mic'd up. Like he purposely treats her like shit when she's mic'd up. And Lisa, I need her to wake up. It's not easy. You've been together with somebody for 10 years. You thought you were going to grow old with him, but it's almost like you watch their interactions and there was no love between them. None. So it's like, What did you like about this person? Did you like them? Like, I think she genuinely loved Lenny. Probably still loves him till today. I don't blame her. She went through everything to have his kids. Surrogacy, all that stuff. IVF, all that stuff. And like, this is how he fucking repays her? I hope she drains that bank account. Do you understand me? I hope she fucking drains that motherfucker's bank account. But if she does, she needs to get herself a financial advisor immediately. Uh, Somebody that needs to teach her how to be an adult because he's been taking care of everything for years. And that's no shade. Some people choose to be in relationships and not know certain things about like what happens. People, you have roles. Some people want to just take care of all the finances. Some people want to take care of all the other things, whatever it is. But I truly think in any type of marriage, relationship, whatever, courtship, you should know what the fuck is going on, okay? Because you don't know if one day the person that you're sleeping next to is going to wake up and not want to fucking deal with you anymore. And you have to look at that person differently and act accordingly. And that's that, you know? And I stand by that, right? Um, But back to Nicole. um. I like her. I think that she's very smart. I feel like being an anesthesiologist in Florida, I don't know how much they make. But she's definitely making over $100,000. It depends on how it's set up or anything like that. I don't need to count her coin. Obviously, she has it. But what I don't appreciate is Larsa, who's trying to stay irrelevant. The fact that Larsa's like, I'm coming on, I'm coming on this cast this season and I'm letting everybody know that I'm here great Larsa we understand that okay um let's not forget how you left Miami went out to LA to go hang out with the Kardashians and I think they taught you well with some things right let's let's just let's give her her flowers for a moment but she's a liar okay she do we really know why she decided to divorce Scotty we don't know. Maybe she was tired of the D. Maybe she just needed something new. I don't know. It's Scotty Pippen. And I feel like how she's like, my toes on OnlyFans make me um, $40,000. Like, I don't know if it was per week or per month or wh- whatever her toes ain't that pretty for her to make $40,000 and we got a bunch of fucking weirdos out there like I'm not trying to like shame her for doing whatever the fuck she's doing but I can't help but think that that money she's getting from Scotty ain't really funding her fucking life okay now we watched the last dance you know we don't really know what how much Scotty's worth I haven't looked it up on Google but Lars is out here lying to folks Okay. Number one, you've never done a squat in your fucking life. Okay? You've never done a squat. Your thighs don't match that ass. You used to hang out with the Kardashians. Let's keep it a buck, a beam, and a bend. Just admit that you got plastic surgery. Don't sit up here and say, you know, this is how I built it in the gym. I I'm sorry. You want people to recognize you, like Nicole, to realize who the fuck you are. Well, we're all realizing who you are when we Google you and we see past pictures and the math ain't mathin' girl. So you should probably do us all a favor and stop lying to yourself and just say, you know what, I got butt shots or I got this, that, and the other and keep it fucking pushing. If you're going to get plastic surgery, just lean into it. Don't lie about it. You would probably be more respected. And the other thing I don't respect her about this, and I know I'm going on a rant about Larsa because... I am not a Larsa fan at all. You are dating Michael Jordan's son. Okay? Who is like what three years? Um, maybe outside give or take from your oldest son? Are are we high? That is like could never. We can talk about Stella getting her groove back all we want to. Okay? <laughs> That right there is a little bit too close for comfort. A little too close for comfort. It's just, it's screaming, hey guys, I need to stay relevant. Okay. Uh, stay relevant. <laughs> she sucks. I hate her. just really fucking can't stand her. Um, lastly, let's talk about Lexia you know prior to Miami starting the season there was a thing saying that Alexia and Teresa Giudice was they had a show that they were creating with each other and I was like why the fuck are they working with each other like I don't get it like Alexia I look at you differently I thought you were smart and then the season starts playing and airing I should say and The conversations and arguments that Alexia gets into, how she just lacks any type of self-reflection. I'm going to say she lacks more than, no, she has more self-reflection than Teresa. So I'll say that. But she doesn't know how to apologize whatsoever. And that I hate that. People who don't know how to apologize, who don't know how to take any type of fucking accountability, really grind the fuck out of my gears. Okay. Like, Alexi's like, I don't give a fuck what I say. This is what I say, and I stand on it, and that's it. Okay, if you really, like, had all the things to say, and they were right, then you could say that. Like You could say that line whatever the fuck you want to. But you don't. Like, when it came to Adriana's, like, man and that divorce, and you looked it up, and you didn't squirrel to the bottom to see if, the divorce decree had been like completed or final. Like you didn't even look over the document, and then when it was brought to you, you turned into a victim. I hate that shit. I hate that shit. Alexia is looking real dumb this season, like, and this whole thing about I don't know. Like, when it comes to her relationship between her and Frankie, I think it's fucking beautiful, right? But when it comes to her comments that she makes like how she comes after Gertie um and how she comes after you know Julia like she expects people because somebody put it in her head and that's great Alexia has been she was the OG so 100% understand where people are coming from she but i feel like sometimes OGs get it to, in their head that they're untouchable and you see what happened to Vicky Gomelson you see what's happened to Nini you see what's happened to some of the OGs when the shit gets to their head? I'm going to need people to calm all the way the fuck down and realize that, you know, humble yourself a little bit. It's just like, it's crazy walk, like watching her be this fucking delusional on a weekly basis, get into arguments with people and be like, I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. I get flashbacks of Teresa and I know that Jersey's coming soon and I will be recapping it, but I don't need, <laughs> I don't need a Teresa, not a look-alike, but a Teresa um, like person in Miami. Okay. We don't need it. Um, but I also do feel like, you know, to end this Miami bit, On a good note. And I can't believe I'm ending it on a good note with Adriana. But I do like some of the things that Adriana says. She can be crazy. But she's not that far off. But I am wondering. Where's Leah Black? You know. Like she was supposed to be. Like at least showing up. On this season. And she has not shown up on an episode yet. Or did I fall asleep? Nobody's talked about it. So I'm like. (laughs) I want to see Leah, I like Leah, she's cool but yeah I mean I know I didn't dip much into Lisa just a little bit but you know Lisa's just going through it and every girl on there was right in saying like girl get a retainer so that you can you know, get all the things that you want and need because if it was up for Lenny he would probably open up the gate let her out with his kids chuck the deuce and have his new girlfriend come in that's how fucked up he is I'm telling you, he's going to be like Lenny, maybe Lenny's probably going to be the Martell of, of Real Housewives of Miami. And some of you are like, who's Martell? Martell is Love and Marriage Huntsville. I've told you guys to watch before. It's, that's a whole other thing. Okay. So that's enough of Miami. Let's talk about Salt Lake City Reunion. Um, underwhelmed um tired of these ladies if they if none of them come back next season if the whole franchise gets canceled i don't fucking care <laughs> i don't care but i will say this and then i'll be like done and done i will say this the theory did we all hear the theory about the black eye do we all even like i know some of us don't even care about the black eye so heather you know she had a black eye And, I mean, shit, I thought that it was probably because Jen fucking punched her in the face and stuff like that. But, you know, I be spending some time on the talk of the tick, okay? I be spending some fucking time. And the theory is, are y'all ready for the theory? The theory is, is that good old Heather, bad Mormon Heather, was doing coke in the bathroom, doing lines. She hit her head on the sink and caught herself a bad black eye. And she's so embarrassed about that and doesn't want anybody to know that she loves the snow candy, that she loves um, the booger candy. So that's it. Like, and she keeps mentioning it's going to be in the book. It's going to be here, there, and the other. And it's never there. So it's like, Heather, you're looking real reckless right now. You're looking like a fucking liar and you're losing fans enormously. It's not good when you got a book out here, girl. I know she just bought herself like a 2 million dollar plus house out in Salt Lake City, so it's like if you want people to buy your book, you have to entice them and you can't entice them by lying to them. But I guess I guess you feel like you you can. I know this Salt Lake is like three parts um Obviously, Jin Xiao didn't come to the reunion. Meredith won't even admit that she does drugs. I mean, oh, my God, I lost my mic. Um, And, you know, I'm just uninterested. That's (laughs) cut to the chase. I'm uninterested. So, okay, that's it, you guys. That's all. It was a lot. I don't even know. This might be an hour. It might be under an hour. I'm hoping it's under an hour. I don't think it is. But this was a jam-packed episode filled with a lot of updates, so I just want you guys to know like I hope y'all enjoyed enjoyed vibing with me. Um, I'm happy I'm back. Make sure to tell your friends who love reality TV and random-ish to hop on the Vibe with Vic Train. And if you haven't already, leave a rating on either Apple or Spotify's platform. Either way, I appreciate y'all. Until next time, stay classy. Cheers.